0: about. Tell me when you guys are ready. Yeah, sure. I think we're all... You, you guys need we sound happen? levels? Are you all good? Yeah, just a little bit more. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Okay, we'll dive right in here. Thanks again for taking the time. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy.
1: Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah.
0: Do you follow sports?
3: Oh my god, sports! I love them.
0: Who are your favorite teams?
3: The uh, I like smaller teams, like the not the big leagues. I like the like um, Long Island Mediums, the the Acorn Pine Cones.
4: I haven't heard the Fire
3: that. Island Penguins. I like the Cincinnati Thunder Wizards. You can stop the Orlando. Mm-hmm. and now
0: babe, the oven's
5: ready chop chop time to get bacon daddy want pie
0: our feature presentation <laughs> never need to hear that uh-huh. again
5: <clears throat> morning everybody brand new kevin and bean show it is thursday morning the 26th of september
6: 27th
5: the 27th of september Do you remember (laughs) 26th of
6: September? Kevin does and loved it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know how we've been talking about maybe going to... We're at a new location. Yes. We moved after 18 years. Mm -hmm. So how long is it going to be before one of us, me, um, sort of not paying attention, just... By rote memory goes back to the old place. Right. Yeah, muscle memory yes. just sends yeah. you back to where you've been going for eighteen years. Because there was one time during the middle of a show at seven thirty in the morning where I went down to my car to get something and just just it took my memory took over. I got in my car, turned it on, left, pulled out to a stoplight and turned on the radio and I was like, Holy crap, I'm still on the air. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so Turn around real yeah, quick. You left midday.
4: <clears throat> right. Just purely off of patterns. Exactly. The brain is a so, weird thing.
5: So I've been a little afraid of that. Mm-hmm. So the weirdest thing happened today. And if I gave you guys a hundred guesses, you wouldn't come up with it. Hmm. So we we park on the third floor of the building here. So I come, come into the parking garage, go up to the first floor,
3: mm-hmm.
5: go up to the second floor, mm-hmm. go up to the third floor. Oh, no. And then for some reason, I keep going... And then I go down, starting to to go leave? Yes.
4: (gasps) What is going on?
5: Oh my I drop up three and then down three.
6: You're like, that was a day. I'm exhausted. (laughs) exhausted. Left it all in the field. How
5: weird is that?
4: I don't even know what you're doing. I don't even know what that muscle memory would be, just that you're leaving.
5: Yeah, just that I get in my car and that's the way you go down, I guess.
4: This is the same thing that would have had you just drive off the third floor.
5: (laughs) 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 The same kind of mindlessness. That's crazy. I don't know what you're doing. I don't either. It makes me worry about me.
6: Should you put notes on your dashboard,
4: or <laughs> like I, I'm also thinking that Kevin could get into the memento thing. Oh, and tattoos. just start tattooing, yes. like, work at 5, thir- you know, yes. 5 a.m., work. Don't leave till leave. Yeah, don't leave. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I'm driving in the garage, think about if I'm leaving or coming. There's <laughs> a lot of tattoos. Have you guys ever heard anything like that?
6: Not that. Yeah. I, I can see you, you know, hopping on the freeway and going to the old station. Me for too. Sure. That's what
5: I'm worried about. And that
6: makes, it makes sense. You've done that for however many years.
5: 18. 18. Yeah.
6: But we've been doing this parking garage for three days. Right. So
4: what? This is our fourth day. Are you you concerned of your mental health at this point? Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's there's
5: most of the stuff I can laugh off. But when you drive up three and then straight back down, it's
4: like. I mean, can I throw another? Sure. It's also still dark out. Yeah. But you wouldn't even be leaving when it's that, That's very true. Yeah.
6: And yeah. can I throw Thanks this for out? That.
4: No, no worries. That. No yes. worries.
6: Uh, I wasn't going to mention it, but uh, <laughs> we park on the second floor.
5: Well, okay. yeah. So he's never technically left from the third. Right. No, <clears throat> technically. I mean, OK, but technically the bottom floor is zero and then there's one A, one B and two. So it's the third
6: Oh, floor. now he's getting technical. I
4: thought you said you went above the second. No, no, that's no. That's
5: what I thought. Did I say, maybe I went up three levels, meaning zero, one a 1B, 2. So even crazier, because I think we were giving
4: giving you the benefit of the doubt. You went an extra. No, I didn't
5: go an extra. So what he did
4: is he he went to the floor that we normally park on, then Then just 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 circled back down. Yes. Oh, I am concerned. That's
6: more concerning. (laughs) I
4: thought it was, (laughs) because what happens is he goes one too too high, comes back down, hits two, and goes, you know what, I'm going home. Right. Because he's
5: going down anyway. Right. In this case, no, he just didn't park. Right. Oh. I just went to the floor we're supposed to park on, drove right past all of your cars. Oh, sweet wow. Jesus. And started going down.
6: What do you do for that? Like, do you get a Call MRI? it a day.
4: <laughs> right? No, you move to Montana. You okay. get a farm. Peace right. out, everybody. You stare at rabbits. I've had a good okay. run. Yeah. you
6: stare at rabbits.
4: <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> that, when that starts, why to hit. does
6: it make it, staring at rabbits sounds so much sadder than like you have horses?
4: Sure, no, 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 no. You just stare no, at rabbits. I no. can't. I can't trust him with horses. Yeah, he would. Those feed are him. full human almost. Yeah, yeah. No, I need him to just stare at rabbits that he doesn't own. He <laughs> <laughs> <I, I, I, laughs> doesn't
6: even own the rabbits. No,
4: they they run well, to somebody else's okay. Okay. wild
6: rabbits. Yeah. Okay. Why I, do I have
4: to do that? I don't. Are there trust no other you. options.
5: No, I don't trust you with any livestock.
4: No chickens.
5: That seems. It seems harsh, is all The I'm
4: man went on the same yeah, floor. You're, you're I,
5: I went to the floor we park on and wow. then kept, kept going. going.
6: We gave you the benefit of the, of the doubt that you went Thought to the third floor. you're going one more
4: floor up. No, he just, he was like, oh, good day at work.
5: <gasps> wow. Seem, how'd, how'd seemed like show it seemed
4: like it went by quickly. Did it? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 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 It didn't seem like it took very long. Well,
5: that is wow. a better show than we normally put on. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So good
0: times. Yeah. Oh, dear. Let's talk about today's Kevin DeBeecho, shall we? I didn't think this could get any worse, but right. apparently it knows no bottom. Same.
6: Listen to that doctor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did air quotes. Yeah. Uh, it's Thursday morning, so get up on this.
5: Yes. With Jensen I Jensen I, Karp. I have, a, I have a good one. This all right. Week. Good. Yeah. Uh, Jensen filling in for uh, being all this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were impaled. <laughs> You, you were stay impaled. I don't know why. I've told them about college. <laughs> what? Uh, we're going to talk about that today on the, on the show. We're going to take your calls. Yes. We've done this one time before, and I remember being shocked that anyone called because they were impaled on something.
6: Yeah, this is that kid that we talked about before impaled by a shish kebab.
5: Stick. Stick. Oh, I
4: yes. like the idea that the meat's still on the it, The
6: meat, a tomato. That's what stopped <laughs> yeah. it was the tomato. Thank God
4: for that bell pepper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the kid almost died. We're like, ah, bell peppers. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't die. He's fine. Yeah, <laughs> all good. he's alive. Nothing hit. A vital.
5: Uh, RJ Bell takes a look at uh, the NFL week number four. We talked to Dr. Drew like we do on Thursdays, and I brought in a strange new sport that I think Allie's gonna just love. Hmm, I'm checking out weird sports around the world, and yeah. this is bizarre. Nice, and and it's I think Allie's gonna love it. So mm. we'll do that today as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
1: is the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
5: Allie McKay is here with a look at what's happening.
6: So, it became, I don't want to say the in thing, because burglaries are not a trend, but it became the thing that stars would have their house burglarized. Now, it's stars having their house burglarized numerous times. Oh, no, another one? So, you've got Yasil Puig, who I think he's up to four now. Which is insane. Post Malone had a couple and then somebody ransacked or went in and pistol whipped a guy that owns a house that he doesn't even own anymore. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah, that doesn't seem good. Now, Rihanna's house burglarized for the second time this year. Very odd. I don't know if you remember, but back in May, a stalker was arrested after allegedly spending 12 hours inside her home. Her assistant found the stalker just sitting hours. there. Twelve just hours. Twelve hours. Living just the living? life. Living the life, yeah. Ugh. Sleeping in her bed, eating her wow. food. No
4: big deal. That Moby had that too. Really? Yeah, Moby just had walked in one day and was like a person was just living in his house. That's
5: so bizarre. Like a
4: mentally ill person. Because
5: yeah. yeah, they have to be mentally ill because don't you the second you get inside go, I gotta get out, yeah, I gotta get yeah. out. Just feet up. I mean, just not like, that I know, but I'm saying I would guess. Oh, Alright, bud. <laughs> I would guess. Maybe that's where he was driving to <laughs> <Yeah>. this morning. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, when I
4: think you get caught in someone's house, it's not because it's a celebrity, it's because you thought it was your house. Yeah. Oh, very just normally yeah. living in Northridge or very some city possible. you've randomly driven to. This isn't my house. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my wife. (laughs)
6: The LAPD responded to a call on Tuesday night around 9.30 p.m. When they arrived, the security system had been triggered. There were alarms blaring. A rear glass door was shattered to gain entry. They say property was stolen, but nobody was in the home at the time when they arrived. But they have a vehicle that they spotted, as well as evidence of the suspects inside the home. So. Hmm. Bad situation. It
4: still blows my mind with social media and these ju- sort of just terrible usage of it to say I'm on vacation mm-hmm. or any of these things. But uh, but celebrities have it worse because you know when they're on tour, right? You know when the football players are out of town. Yes. Yeah, true. You, it just it's it's a terrible situation where yeah. you, you you would have to have cameras and all these things set up ahead of time.
6: And Yasiel Puig does. I was going to say, and if it's
4: your third,
5: fourth time, you should yeah. definitely. He yeah. has
6: cameras. He has the security. He has an app on a guy that works for the Dodgers' phone. That if anything is triggered, it goes right to this guy's uh, phone in case he's playing. Yeah, I think it's you guys insane. reported on the
4: John Mayer robbery, which yes. happened while he had twenty-four hour security. Someone wow. in front of the house for twenty-four hours. You're
5: kidding? Yeah. And what happened? He jump the back fence.
4: Uh, it's a whole lot of maybe inside stuff. but okay. Like it was, it was a, it was still someone was sitting there wow looking at the house and it still got robbed
6: yeah that's crazy what do you do have someone at each door it's I can't imagine yeah or maybe you just own the ugliest concrete fortress home oh I
4: got an idea I like it yeah moat
6: Moat. A moat with that alligators. Means- yep, that means oh. you're crazy
4: rich. Very yes. possible. Yes. Who's going to be the first rapper with a moat? <laughs>
6: How has there not been a rapper with a moat? Yeah, if,
4: imagine the cribs. Yes. Welcome to MTV Cribs. I got uh, a moat. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to yeah. care all about the cribs. Yeah. The moat. He's like, you ring the doorbell, I drop the drawbridge, <laughs> and then you see my uh, shark aquarium. <laughs> that is <laughs> right. that was in every good crib. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> always.
6: Oh, good times. Well, Conan O'Brien has announced his first stand-up comedy tour in eight years. Yes, he hasn't been on tour since 2010. It's called Team Coco presents Conan and Friends, an evening of stand-up and investment tips.
4: I don't think. I don't I think, think that's last part's of lie.
6: But what if?
4: Hey, listen, I've That'd seen his awesome. TBS contract. I'm not against getting tips from him. <laughs> right? Amen. My deal is a lot different than his. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's going to be 18 dates in North America during November and December. He's going to be joined by a group of handpicked comedians, including Rory Scoville, Ron Funches, who I just love. He's goodness He's and light greatest, in a yeah. human being. Good guy. Cool. Yeah. And Lori Kilmartin and Marina Franklin. So good times. Want to go see Conan? Wish he'd come on and talk about it. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't be You here. would leave. I'd yeah. leave, but <laughs> I would I'd smell that he had been here. Okay. Don't you think he smells good? Conan? Yeah.
4: I don't think I think smells good immediately when I see him. <laughs> no. you don't, you, I don't
6: think you know my Conan feelings.
4: I mean, I know,
5: I, I can yeah. predict the comedians you probably like. But yeah. this is, this goes, this, yeah, is, this goes further. This, this is the level of, I've had an opportunity to meet him, and I said, no. Oh. Yeah. I said, uh, no.
6: This is a, a longstanding hmm. love from afar for decades.
4: I recently had a breakfast, and he was just sitting next to me. Really? What did he eat? Well, he did. He's very pale. I mean, I know that's a thing. But Have like, you seen me? Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. But I think like he would like, poof, if he like hit the sun. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, I love that. He would look like mucus a bit. <laughs> but he's awesome. I yeah. mean, he's Conan O'Brien, one of yeah. the greatest <laughs> comedy writers of all time.
6: But what did, what did he eat? Do you remember? Uh, I think
4: just eggs. I, I don't okay. feel were like they that. they Does that matter? Well, I, I just... think we're getting to the point where you might accidentally think his house is your house. Right. So maybe oh, we move on.
6: How dare you? <laughs> I'd love that. That's weird. Guys, I want to talk about uh, who might be joining The Talk. You know the show Julie Chen just left last week. Say her full name, please. Sorry, Julie Chen Moonvest. Thank you. Yes. She left last week announcing via videotape that she was exiting the show entirely. And they need to fill that role, you guys. And who better than... Wait, I'm sorry. Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. That's a typo.
4: That's crazy. Rosie
6: O'Donnell will guest host slash audition for the open seat this Friday.
4: I love that she has to audition. I mean, it's not like you don't have hours of footage of her doing the same exact job.
6: Yeah. Uh, Carrie Ann Inaba is also going to guest host that day as well. Here's the thing about, about Rosie. Would it be a dramatic headline? Would you be like, Rosie O'Donnell joins the talk? And uh, then would no. ratings be big for like a day, maybe people seeing it? And then maybe, but you have to wonder. She was on The View mm-hmm. the first time, 2006, replacing Meredith Vieira, left a year later, right? Then came back to The View in 2014, months later, left. Like, she just she there's stories and yeah. not not good. I'd um, no. Okay. Listen, I don't watch the talk. I'll play devil's advocate.
4: I don't care. It's not that I'm a fan of Rosie O'Donnell, because that's a Mm -hmm. hard thing to say. But I do think in in a situation like this, it's at least something that I kind of want to see her do. Just take over this job of a woman disgraced by her husband that owned the network. I just feel like you pick someone not safe. It's not a safe pick.
6: That is true. Rosie, so you think Rosie's that's
4: a good pick? Safe. I don't know if it's a good pick oh. for ratings, but I think I think that for me, it's like, at least you pick something that's kind of exciting. You didn't just go with, like, you know, some, you know, style network right. Right, that is yeah. safe and, and won't test the waters. At yeah, least.
6: we wouldn't be talking about anyone like that. No, right and
4: now. Rosie will bring up the whole thing.
6: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And in this highly politicized climate... Rosie has a lot to talk about. Listen, she
4: sure does. I didn't think I'd be defending Rosie O'Donnell this morning. No?
6: When you press that alarm?
4: When that I drove wasn't...
5: around the garage twice, <laughs> I didn't think that this was going to be the thing that comes I mean, up. technically, once up, once down, then back up. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Three, I guess. Three. Sure. Oh, goodness.
6: All right. Some birthdays for you. Gwyneth Paltrow. Stephen Jenkins. Remember him? Sure. Third Eye Blind. We had him on. Yeah, it was talk great. Shark and stuff. Lil Wayne, you think he has a moat? Album tonight, oh. midnight,
4: new wow. album, yeah. Carter five. I thought it was supposed to be last week. Okay, man, yeah, it didn't come out. Okay.
6: Avril Lavigne as well, and our very own producer Christine. Yay! Happy birthday. Um, can I just say real quick? Yeah. Uh, Dave writes the birthdays, and above Christine, he put Ronda as three. That's his goddamn oh, dog. That's his above dog. Christine, how dare you, Dave? Take the rest of the day off. You're a heathen. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and B! K U Rock
5: Time now for the Afro Line 323 520 AFRO, 24 hours a day.
0: Whatever. Yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm intoxicated. But I'm just curious. Whenever you guys talk to Omar, he always has a boner. I think he's hot for Kevin. <laughs>
5: <Okay>. <laughs> that guy's living in his own world, right? <laughs> I don't think we need to know this.
3: Everybody, just leave me alone. I'm poopy.
4: Well, okay. We say
5: call on any topic, but that was Kathy, the comic book
4: character. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm poopy. I haven't had my coffee yet.
0: Jensen, all I'm saying is you have no room to criticize Kevin, right? For the Harry Potter thing, right? Okay. Pinball ass.
5: P- oh, pin, I'm sorry. Wow. What, what was the burn? Pinball ass. Pinball ass. Burr. He put some work into that one. You got me good. Uh, we were talking about uh, bad bachelor parties, also based on Jensen's wife. fan <laughs> <laughs> You guys were talking about bad bachelor parties. Let me just start this off by saying I love my bachelor party. But we drove to Reno after a Belinda Carlisle show, played at the arcade in the hotel casino, went to garage sales, uh, spent a few hours at a running <laughs> store, and then finished the weekend off with ostrich and camel races. <laughs> Try not to be jealous.
4: My kind of guy
5: speaking my language.
6: Start to finish Belinda Carlisle concert to ostrich races.
5: Do you remember, Allie, how excited you were to find out that John C. Riley likes to roller skate? Yes. That's what this call's about.
1: I want John C. Riley to pick me up on roller skates so that we can fly together for a little bit. That sounds so nice. I bet he's so strong.
4: <laughs> I can't believe you got Ali's brain to call him. <laughs>
2: it's
0: so true. <laughs> so I was listening to the podcast from
2: Tuesday and listening to Beer Mug explain uh, him getting thrown out of a softball game or league or whatever. And, Beer Mug, you were talking about all the guys that are playing in your softball league. They act like they're in the major leagues, playing for a million dollars. Chick asked you
1: to stop spitting on the field, and you took it to a whole nother level, Beer Mug. Let go!
0: Get a huge deal out of nothing.
5: Dick. I mean, he did get kicked out of an adult softball league. It's a little much. What does it take to, <laughs> for that to happen? How much off the rails do you have to be for that to happen? Pinball ass. Right? That guy's a pinball. Why
3: does Beer Mug keep talking on the air about fights he almost gets into, but then keep saying it's not him and he never does that? <laughs> didn't he just almost get into a fight with someone on a plane or something like a month ago? So, if you keep doing this, honey, it is you. This is how you act.
5: I mean, that's a good point. Is it legal for his therapist to call in, like, (laughs) publicly? I feel like
6: there's
5: a law, right?
1: You can't do that. You guys remember when the Kevin and Bean show used to feature Kevin and Bean?
5: Yeah, we can't stand each other anymore, so. Yeah. We just try to alternate.
6: I mean, it's out there now.
5: Right. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just say it. And I I could easily change my name. (laughs)
4: Yeah. To either one. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it and I'm picturing it. I realize the um,
1: the girl with the wow tat, if you turn her over,
4: it says mom. And I, I don't know if that makes it better or worse.
5: Better. Makes <laughs> <Is> it better. <sighs> if
4: she's a mom, does it change anything? <laughs> if she's your mom, does oh, it change boy. anything?
5: Remember when we had the uh, Wheel of Crap that we were giving away back at the other uh, station? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things was rolling papers. And the person who won the rolling papers called in. He's very happy.
3: Okay, what I really wanted to say is thank you so much for my freaking bag full of rolling papers. What's up, party people? This is the best Friday ever. I just got paid. I'm going to get all... Look at this. Can you hear? This is... That's what a box full of rolling paper sounds like, baby boo. Hey, hey. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> what?
3: Yeah,
5: that wow. was Rice. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Check this out. under Yay! under
3: Yay!
5: under.
6: Yay! What have you done to the kids, Kevin? Look, I can,
5: just hear, I can just hear this, Dad, look, yeah. you're not going to know what this means, because it's its absurd. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I say this, you have to shout yay.
6: Well, you're saying that to us like they aren't programmed to yeah. know exactly what it means, because young minds... I'm
4: trying to lead people away from yeah. that. I don't yeah. know. And they're all wearing the same outfit right. and haircut. They're all wearing those purple and black Nikes. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> it's time. It's think? not time, I don't think.
5: <laughs> it's almost time. Uh, we were making fun of SoundCloud rappers yeah. and their names.
1: Yo, what up? It's me, Will, Unidentified Alien Terror Situation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hit it, Steve.
5: Come on. Yeah, huh? Did they me. get to hit it, Steve? He said hit it, Steve.
0: And now it's time for a moment with Kevin.
5: <laughs> it's weird to see people jump from I'm not positive what the answer is to Uh, it must be, you know, infallible word of God or, you know, uh, in terrorist, you know, (laughs) situations or UFOs. You go, uh, it's unidentified, so it must be alien. You go, no. It's just maybe a a question that we'll never know the answer to. Uh, That was a moment. If you were to rank them. Top oh top
6: five? Uh, top three maybe. Top three. <laughs> yeah,
5: for sure. <laughs> Quite a run. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you went all the way to the third floor on that sentence. You brought it all the way back to one.
5: And the thing that I can't figure out is why at some point don't I realize I'm way off the rails and I don't know where I'm going, and no. just take a peek. Yeah. No. Get myself together and then maybe say what I want to say. Keep going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three two three five two zero A F R O 24 hours a day.
1: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
5: K-R-O-Q. K-R-O-Q. Jensen Carp is here, yes. and on Thursdays, just after 7 o'clock, we do Get Up On This. Get up, get on 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 up this. Now
4: listen, here's the thing about music for me. Sometimes I will hear something and just sort of go, not for me. Right. right. And, and then? Might be good, but not for you. But or then? No. Well... Yeah, or general. Just, okay. nope, that's th- not me. Uh-huh. Gotcha. No. But then... Turns around? Yeah, 180. Oh. Because, do
5: you listen again? No, changes just, your
4: mind. Maybe you learn about people as you hear more of their discography. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? As you hear them develop more and more. Or maybe you just find something out musically about them that you just start to connect with. Hmm. Okay. And that's my first... It's kind of a two-picker this week. Oh. oh. I'm getting you up on two remakes... Two songs that almost sample older songs Mm -hmm. to become new packages. Okay. And my first one I'm very excited about. It is a song by the rapper Young Thug. Now, Young Thug first started uh, coming out in around 2011 with music. Uh, he's out of Atlanta. And the thing that you have to know about Young Thug is that he is so strange in hip-hop. He's almost the rap weirdo. He sings. He's not really much of a rapper. And you don't understand about 100% of the <laughs> words he's saying. That's what you want. He uses his voice and his words in an almost jazz way. He's just another instrument in the record.
6: Like he's scatting or something? Yeah,
4: a little bit. Okay. And when you fir- when I first heard him, you, like your reaction, it was yeah. like, well, I don't want to hear someone whose lyrics I don't understand. No, that's what he's doing. That is his style. So when the same. Thing- Still, though, does that make me want to hear it? I don't know. I okay. definitely came around. Okay. And now You're- I almost see his voice as just another element to the beat. All right. Uh, and so it kind of came out, you know, early 2011. People compared him to Future. Okay. He's a very popular rapper. Mm-hmm. And Young Thug always kind of exists a little behind Future. Okay. But those who know both of them, I think they're uh, growing up a little bit more into the Future side. All right. But me... I'm going to Young Thug. Right. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. This last week he released a brand new album. And the thing I'm getting you up on is Elton John's uh, collaboration with him (laughs) called High. And boy, it is phenomenal. Here's what happened. Two years ago in 2016, Future posted a picture of him and Elton John. That confused me everyone in the world, (laughs) but it was because Elton John, in an interview uh, a few weeks before, said he was a big future fan. Same reason I became one, which he said, you listen close and the melodies are incredible. He's not there to be a lyricist. He's there to just sort of walk in and improvise a song. He's doing hit songs in ten minutes. He'll walk into the studio, ten minutes later walk out, and it's almost a weird, strange, unexplainable masterpiece. Wow! There's something drawing me to all of these Young Thug songs. This one takes Rocket Man... Okay Elton John Elton John and turns it into a brand new song and it's awesome and it just came out this last week and Elton John helped a little bit with uh, um, a little bit of the newer vocals that he had to add in to, to make it sound larger, but it's really just a straight sample. The song is called "High and it's off of the brand new young thug record. Uh, it's an EP that you can get off of anywhere music is right now. Let's listen to it. Hey, and I'm. Gonna-
1: I want a train and run a train. If she won't bang, let bang. He said he bleeding where to stay. My bitch at the top of food chest. They look like I don't even no the I've
3: been friends since
4: I can't never play. I
1: just picked up a back in run dang. I'm a whip out the mac and pop your brain. I do it, I want and shot it can't.
4: Now, the funny part about that is when I went in to listen to it for the clip with Omar, mm-hmm. I uh, I go, Is there any curses in it? He goes, Uh, I don't know.
5: I was just thinking...
0: I was just thinking no there, there was
5: that one section that he reversed, and I was mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't have been able to understand what he said forward either. I, I made him look up the lyrics <laughs> yeah. on my, I was like, I know there's
4: something in there we can't play. I
6: truly thought the beginning of it was reversed. I'm like, no, play it the right <laughs> yeah, way.
4: Yeah. No, I mean, it's just a very fun collaboration mm-hmm. for hip-hop. Elton John also showed up on the last Tribe Called Quest record, so... and obviously his relationship with Eminem. So many years, he's kept his ear on the, to the streets and really listening Same. for hip-hop. And That's cool. This is a really good example of it. And uh, also... Uh, Tonight, the new Little Wayne record comes out, so mm-hmm. all of the attention will be on that. Don't forget that this Young Thug EP is is actually really entertaining. All right. Now, mm-hmm. if that wasn't for you, because mm-hmm. we're on K Rock and hip hop isn't necessarily the thing we play most, I got another one for you. It takes uh, takes a jingle you might know and turns it into a rap song. If this is cars <laughs> for kids, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's real close. Let's okay. play.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto
5: Parts. So that's the original, of course. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's...
4: <laughs> Shout to Remix God Suede, the DJ. I heard this and I was like, this Amazing. is the greatest song I've ever heard. Oh, my
5: God. But like, yeah. that song doesn't get stuck in your
4: head enough. No, already. now we need a dance version of it. Wow. Oh, just, just listen to this break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I'm getting you up on two completely different songs.
2: <laughs>
4: one is Elton John. One is One's Young Thug. And the other is the O'Reilly Auto Parts theme.
5: Get up. Get on up. All this. Get up. Get on up.
1: Get the Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock.
5: Right now we're gonna talk about uh you were impaled. Now occasionally we have phone topics where we say there's no way anybody will call. Yeah. We've done this one before. Yeah. And people will call in and say they were impaled. Yeah. There's a kid who fell out of a tree onto a meat skewer. Yeah. It went through his mouth, right? Yeah. Did it go through the, his skull? It did. It went through the back. Mm-hmm. Doctors, over a hundred of them, worked on him.
0: Listen to the story. You're looking at a metal barbecue skewer sticking out of a 10-year-old boy's head. It goes from below his eye to the back of his skull. How could anyone survive this? Well, this kid did.
3: This was definitely just the most terrifying experience I've ever had. Xavier Cunningham. <laughs> Out of my entire life
0: and all of my bad experiences, this was pretty weird. Got to be honest. Xavier Cunningham was playing with friends in his backyard in Harrisonville, Missouri. They threw the skewer into the ground where it landed, with the sharp end sticking up. Who does that? Sometimes when I'm done with meat
6: and veggies, <laughs> I just chuck the skewer. Yeah,
0: where were they? It's Medieval so times. Oh, so weird, right?
4: Yeah. Also, that's a talent. Also, because if you're going to throw the skewer, it should be
0: should be sharp end down. Sharp end down. Yeah. yeah.
4: Congrats. So they did a good job? You mean you're... Yeah. I mean, it's worth the sacrifice. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll, let's see.
0: Then Xavier was climbing down from a treehouse when he lost his footing and fell right on the skewer.
4: I opened my
3: eyes and I was like... And just cutting my head off.
0: His mom, Gabrielle, fearing the worst, rushed him to the ER. He's almost having
5: a good time with it. And then I woke up and it was like, oh, my God. I like that the mom is
4: fearing the worst. No, she's <laughs> using her eyes. Right. It's not fearing the worst. <laughs> There's
0: a skewer going through her son's head. Yeah, fearing the realism of it. <laughs> Even Xavier thought he was a goner.
3: He could barely move his mouth. Then he'd go, hi, mama. <laughs> <laughs> i like, hi, baby. And he'd go, I love you. And he goes, the last words I'm ever going to
4: say on this earth are, I love you, mom. Oh he, my said God. He, <laughs> he said he did, that? He said that,
6: the 10-year-old. Oh, uh,
4: did the uh, This Is Us writers create this dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> like,
6: where Dan did... Fogelman <laughs> swoops yeah. in. Yeah, yes. what was that? How did he have such
4: a dramatic, he's like, I'm going to
0: die, Ma. The last words what I'm, I'm going to say are,
4: we need more meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but by some miracle, the skewer missed all his vital organs. This thing missed the eye, missed the brain. It missed the spinal
5: cord. By the way, if you look at the picture, it's not possible it missed all that. It's no. insane. It's, it's just, just it goes hit, through out, face. It hit all yeah, of it that. it goes
0: right through the face. It's insane. <laughs> Dr. Koji Abersal, a brain surgeon with the University of Kansas Health System, was tasked with removing the skewer. That x-ray is unbelievable. That lets you see for the first time how close this thing is to the carotid artery. That's the major artery that goes to the brain. This remarkable video shows the surgery. You can see the doctor's hand carefully and slowly pulling out the skewer. When the doctor came through the door, and he just
3: said, he goes, it's out."
0: And just the, the, the relief, and I was like, can I hug you? And here they are moments later in Xavier's hospital room.
5: Okay, now, if Xavier's funny, he's acting dead.
0: God. Xavier's yeah. funny. I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. Yeah.
5: mom walks in, he already said goodbye, I love you. Yeah. She walks in, he's like,
0: oh. We got yeah. something for you. Sure do. The doctor hands him the skewer as a souvenir. Oh. Who wants that? <laughs>
3: Come on,
0: Doc. Who wants that? Hey.
4: That skewer is in my head. Why do I want that? Every July 4th, this poor kid is just going to start
5: crying uncontrollably. Yes. Oh. <laughs> we're going to take your calls in a few minutes on. You were impaled or skewered somehow. 1-800-520-1067 is the number.
0: And this is Xavier today, just five days after the operation. The hole where the skewer went in is covered by just a little band aid. It's
5: literally one band aid on his face next to his nose. A Maybe. skewer went through yes. his brain. Yes, missed his brain. But went w- through his missed head. Everything. It, yes. That's
6: nuts to me. And nice. he's just
5: got one band aid right next to one nostril. That's it. Does this explain Nelly? <laughs> How does- I've always been
4: so confused as to why he wore the band-aid, but now it's <laughs> it be because it. of a meat skewer. It could be it. Who
0: knew? He's still swollen and sore, but his doctor says he will make a full recovery.
6: The whole thing's a miracle.
0: The whole thing is a miracle, that by the way. That kid
6: has to stay away from trees and meat for the rest of his life, right? <laughs> I mean, think? unbelievable. But it is Unreal. a strange
5: one, too, to have yes. to tell him to stay away from. Yeah. But, I um, do
4: remember growing up seeing an x-ray like that
5: for a javelin. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. And it was like he lived, too. We Ooh. had an intern, I don't know how many years ago, Dave, how many years ago was it, who fell out of the USC dorm, dorm room? Or or her son? dorm room. Yeah, it was about five, six years ago. And landed on her, a fence. Oh, in the butt. Yeah, in, in the I butt. I remember And that. she was yeah. hanging by her butt for, what, 20 minutes or yes. something, wait, <laughs> waiting for firemen to get there. I remember. It was her. That's really funny. We were funny. like, what are the chances that happened to you? Yeah. What happened
2: to you, Dave? Well, when my dad was home, he used to make, uh, 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 wrought iron fences for like the front, cause, you know, we lived in East LA. And I, as a kid, I was running around and I fell off our porch and landed on the tips of the wrought iron fences. Oh. So I was like hanging just by, you know, the, the, the fence. And I'm like, uh, mom, dad. And they come out and see me and they have to pick me up and oh. lift me oh, off. Oh, so terrible. Oh, that sounds so painful. Oh, it was. And I still have the scars. It's pretty cool. But uh, the best part about it was I didn't go to the doctor. What? I didn't need to go to the doctor. Spare you're some you're dumb. It. Yeah, just put yeah. a little little pressure in it. Good The right? Skin heals. Yeah. Good morning. So I feel right, right, this, I feel Fabulous. this Right, okay. Outstanding. Yeah. Right. Wonderful.
5: <laughs> right. Terrific. Uh, okay, right. Good started. Okay, right, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good morning. All right. He's,
4: mm.
6: He started that story with when my dad was around. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I just want to make sure everyone... Comes. And then said, well, I, you know, growing up in East L.A., I was like, oh my, what is this? A, What's happening? This Edward James Olmos <laughs> <smell?"
5: laughs> All right, so if this ever happened to you or somebody that you know, 1-800-520-1067, you were impaled, you were skewered. What are other words that we could use for the exact same thing? Uh, I mean, listen, we'll take anything where you should have died. <laughs> right. Like at this point, if it went through your body... We're in. one 800 It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We're talking about you were impaled or, or skewered or any other horrible word.
4: <laughs> There's more than one call. That's all you need to know.
5: Let's yeah. start with Brian in Laguna Beach. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you? Good. Thank you. You were impaled by what? I was impaled by a steak knife, but I
1: was about 9 or 10 and I had a coconut. And I was trying to get the meat out of the coconut with the steak knife. And it slipped and went right through the coconut and through my hand.
5: Yeah, that seems bad.
1: The, the The funny part of the story was my parents called neighbors to watch my brother and sister. Took me to the hospital. I got stitched up and bandaged up. And we came home and realized my sister had seen all the blood, passed oh. out. Oh no! Went face face first into a a cedar chest.
5: Oh no! With
1: her with her mouth and her braces. Got torn up, pushed up through her lip and into her gums. The neighbors had to cut
4: off her braces with wire cutters. Holy oh crap. <laughs> by the way, kind of a move by the neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just pretty, like, let's get in the car. We got to go to the right. emergency room. And the other was like, get the wire cutters. <laughs> it's true. Exactly.
5: Wow. That's scary. All right. Thank you, Brian, for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Savannah in Placentia. Hi.
3: Hey, guys.
5: You were skewered. You were impatient. I
3: was. (laughs) So back in junior high, for some reason, we had a great idea to play hide-and-seek in a basement in the dark. Hmm, Um, Good. I don't know what happened. I was crawling around on the floor, and next thing I know, we had to turn the lights on because I felt something scrape, and um, half of a shish kebab stick was, like, sticking out of me. So you were scared as well. Yeah,
4: this is a common thing. (laughs) All right.
3: A good good chunk of it um, kind of broke off, and my grandma's a total hippie, so she wouldn't take me to the doctor. I had to spend an entire summer walking around, limping around with this thing in my knee. What? Wait a minute, hold on.
5: (laughs) You got a skewer through your knee, and your grandma Uh said, you're good, and you had to live with it? It
3: It was probably like a good two inches. I think my mom still has
4: it saved somewhere. Oh, my God. She's definitely not Jewish. My parents used to take me to the hospital if I had a hangnail.
5: (laughs) She's like, you're fine, Shannon. Go play. Super fun. Oh, my God. That's a little scary. Thank you for the call. All right. Let's go to uh, Mike in Chatsworth. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. So you were impaled? Yes, I was impaled in the lip. In the lip. Okay. Is that it. Um, so I was, I, no, I was six years old.
4: Um, my brother and I were chasing a rabbit around. Uh, he told me to go around the bush. He grabs a wooden stake, the one that marks the underground lines, mm-hmm. and throws it through the bush. And I come around, and the stake is through my top and bottom lip. What? Uh, my mom was rushing around trying to get her keys. She locks her keys in the car, oh. and so she had to call an ambulance.
5: Are you a vampire? That was my first ride. So you're saying your friend made you run around a bush so that he could throw this at you? My brother. Your brother, okay. Yeah. But so that he could throw this thing at you?
4: Uh, we were chasing the, the rabbit. He was so going I guess he's th- quote-unquote throwing it at the rabbit. Gotcha. Yeah, sure, 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 brother. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow, all right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Man, oh, man. Uh, let's go to Matt in L.A. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, thank you. How are you? Hello, Chip. Hello, Chip and Allie, my loves. Um, oh, anyhow.
4: Right. So, just impaled <laughs> I'm a pool guy. And uh, so I went and had a nice
1: lunch. And then I went to go to my next stop to have a filter, to do a filter clean. And uh, I, too, suffer, like Allie, from IBS. So I was mm. rushing to get this done because I felt the urge to do it. And, uh, and so I'm cleaning the filter. And in the middle of the filter is this rod, stainless steel rod. Um and then mm. once again that feeling came over me so I panicked to go number two and I sat right on the damn rod and oh, I impaled my myself god. <sighs> and I'm like oh my god I think I just got impaled by this rod up my ass and I'm like oh no and so I quickly stand up blood's going a little bit I check um I too I, I'm not Jewish so I was Catholic so I I just kind of wiped it off and kept going on the work on my day Mm -hmm. um so matt you're uh, saying
5: that you just sat on it accidentally yeah that happens a lot with
6: guys (laughs) like sometimes in the shower they're (laughs) like i fell on a plunger (laughs) exactly in the gutter you're (laughs) the one with a pool cleaner up your butt
5: (laughs) (laughs) it's a filter rod whatever it sounds sexier i'll
6: tell you that
5: yeah all right thank you for the call uh Let's go to Brian in uh, Santa Ana. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thank you. You were impaled. Isn't it crazy that we have this well, many calls? Sure was. It's was, nuts. The yeah. whole I was thing is insane. fire department. Okay, what?
1: I was building a fire department, bought a park, and uh, I shot myself with a nail gun. Oh,
5: Shot yourself with a nail gun? How'd you do
1: that? I was holding up some boards and backing and blocking, and the gun went on a three-round burst,
5: mm. and... The gun one did one, on its own. First, did it go on a three-run burst? Yeah, huh? yeah. The gun went on its own. Instead on the third one, went right through my
1: hand. I got the nail. I'm waving my hand around in the air, trying to wiggle, wiggle the nail out, and it wouldn't go out. It's, oh boy! And then I had to pull it out, and all of a sudden, I passed out. Sure. Yeah. Fire Yeah, it was great. Fired did the, the nail the gun just go off?
5: Did the nail gun just go off randomly while you were sitting there trying to? Get fixed? Oh, no. I tried to pull the trigger, but it was supposed to be one nail at a time, but it was three uh, nails.
6: But just like Jesus, <laughs> you rose again.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, it's, it said Jesus. Hey, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's go to Grace. We could take calls all day on this topic. Absolutely. <laughs> Grace in uh, San Pedro. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. You were impaled.
3: Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure exactly what that definition means, but, um, so when I was growing up, we had a lot of kids in my family, shout out Cordero, South Bay, and, uh, I woke up and, uh, just did like a big stretch, you know, when you kind of do a big stretch right. and kick you out your leg real quick, uh-huh. and a mattress spring that was sticking out went straight through the heel of my foot.
5: Uh-oh. A mattress spring that was sticking out of the bed?
3: Yeah. So you just
5: stretched. You didn't really do anything except move your no. foot a, a little, little down. That's it. I woke up and was immediately injured. It's like you lived in a, like a hostel,
4: like a scary hostel. Why was a Why was <laughs> in the it movie I the had hostel? No yeah. Idea
3: it Was even yeah. know, it sounds really bad, but I. You just, I didn't just never know. noticed it. Yeah, I can
4: see that. Were
5: you um, impaired? It anyway. Impaired anything no,
3: it wasn't even bleeding. My feet are so callous; it wasn't even bleeding. I just took it out and. Went
4: to the beach. Jesus. I, I'm, I'm nervous by how many people have been mm. impaled, but yeah. I'm more nervous. It's just the nonchalance of being mm. impaled. It just yeah. doesn't seem to what bother anyone.
5: Ah, what are you going to do? I need to go, go to the beach. Bleed out. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? Get
4: tetanus. There's a million things you could do. Well, well, I
5: guess I should have got a tetanus
3: shot. That's a, that well, would have been a good idea. Yeah, especially
4: because sure. you can foam at the mouth still.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you for the
4: call, guys. Kevin and Bean on
5: K Rock KROQ. And right now it's time for What's Happening with Allie McKay.
6: So we now know the cast for the new DC film opening in 2020. But we know we know the cast. Do you say Birds in 2020? 2020. Okay. Um, Are we going to make it? We might, hopefully. But the film is Birds of Prey. And we know that Margot Robbie is going to be back in that one. She's going to be obviously doing the role of Harley Quinn mm-hmm. in that from Suicide Squad. But we now know who will play both Huntress do you know Huntress? no Longtime Batman character okay mafia princess that will be Mary Elizabeth Winstead
4: good actress all right A
6: wonderful actress mm-hmm. and we now know who will play Black Canary that will be Journey Smollett-Bell here's the thing she's an expert fighter known for her canary cry all right the character has traditionally been white in the comics, but Warner Brothers has been aiming for more diverse casting, so we'll see how people react to that. That'll go well. They'll they react fictional, well. A fictional character. Oh, will sure. totally Different react well. Don't worry. Yeah,
4: I'm sure she'll be on social media for a while.
6: Yeah, <laughs> should, it should go very well for everybody.
4: Yeah, also, but, the Smollett family, man. They have like right? A, they're like a traveling group of actors and yeah. actresses.
6: The guy from Empire who is... Jussie,
4: Josiah, Jazz, uh, Jake, Joque, Jojo. That's all of them. Are you sure? That's the whole <laughs> Smollett family. Yeah. Right.
6: Well, I know that the guy from Empire is, he's got one of the best voices ever. Yeah. Jesse. Talented family. Jesse and Journey. What? All right. Again, that movie coming out February 7th, 2020. Oh, February 7th, I'm busy. Oh, busy oh, I
5: got something February 7th. You know reset. what? Shoot. I'm busy. Yeah. Shoot, I can't go see it that day, Fairy. but maybe the next day.
6: I'm not sure if you guys, well, I know Kevin didn't see this because anything royal He's out. He Hmm. wants nothing to do with the royal family at all.
5: Yeah, what a farce.
6: But this made me laugh so hard because people lost their minds. Because Meghan Markle showed up to an event at the London's Royal Academy of Arts. She was attending an art exhibit. And uh, somebody opened the car door for her. Standard. Not standard. Standard. Megan Markle closed the door herself, you guys. That's crazy! No. Yes. No. yes. No! No!
5: No! People no!
4: No! No! This is not okay! Oh. No! Some no. people no no
5: Jeff, Where was her door closer?
6: Some she... people responded with, well done, Megan, and some said, because I was so inspired by Megan today. I left the house and I shut my own front door. <laughs> it's going to be a pattern. <laughs> it's insane. But
4: apparently what was supposed to happen... It's all downhill from here, people. She's done nothing the person, in her whole life except be on suits. <laughs> and now people are going to treat her like garbage.
6: So, the guy opens the door for her. <laughs> she greets the person that she was supposed to be meeting at the Royal Academy of Arts. Mm-hmm. And then the guy was supposed to then close it, but she didn't step out of the way. She just stepped out of the way of the door and closed it herself. Okay. So, people were like, that guy's out of a job, right? That guy screwed up. He didn't close the door. Well, for he's Megan not just Merkel. out of a job.
5: That guy gets killed.
6: <laughs> but here's the part that really made me laugh they had all. Different angles of this. Of course. All different views to see, you know, where he could have been when she started to close the door. It was uh, like Zapruder. Yeah, this is the US Magazine (laughs) JFK murder. It was insanity. I did watch two different angles. And I'll say this about her. As she closed the door, pinky up. Yeah. Totally posh. Totally posh hosh door closer, Meghan
4: Markle. Let's never forget she was a Let's Make a Deal girl.
6: She really was. Not that I'm trying to shame yeah. her at
4: all, but let's never let's blow yeah. up. is pretty serious.
6: Oh, I'll say yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah.
4: but yeah. she closed her own door for God's sake. Yeah, so I don't, that's I don't also know what's, tragedy.
6: What's going to happen? But even people, Howie
4: Mandel doesn't do that. Well, no. <laughs> that's because he's sick and germs. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> he's a germ Washing yeah. his
6: hands constantly for that. I just thought that was so damn funny and weird. Also weird, uh, Daz Dillinger. He's He's been putting a lot of, of videos out about Kanye and mm-hmm. Kanye's wife that are concerning sure. a, a little bit. But I, I don't think he's going to be doing videos for a little bit because he was just busted for allegedly having a ton of weed in his Georgia home. And no. he's facing, I know, it's shocking, what facing multiple felony charges. He was arrested Tuesday just before midnight at his place in Powder Springs, Georgia, just outside of ATL. And cops found a total of 117 grams of marijuana, including several cigarillo packets and a green mason jar. Uh, mason jars are good for cocktails and weed. That's it, right? This it's is only two uh, this is what we know. <laughs>
4: yeah, and you, you the can't.
6: cocktails, that's it's so basic now. Like before <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm super country, look at me. Now it's like, ugh, everyone. Yeah, has I went to mason Urban jars. Outfitters once. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He allegedly also had 10 THC pots, THC oil, a THC vaporizer, and a container in his home studio labeled Cannabis Lean, which is essentially lean mixed with cannabis, so the grape Sounds drink, like a party. <laughs> I'm right. Sounds like a blast, right? He was booked on 12 counts of position, possession of a controlled substance, one count of possession of more than one ounce of marijuana. So,
4: How'd they find out that the uh, rapper who used to be uh, under Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. was into weed?
6: Right. Odd. What'd they yeah. do?
4: Think about it? <laughs>
6: yeah, they're like, wait a minute. The guy from the dog pound lives here in <laughs>
5: Atlanta?
6: What? Plus, every single one of his videos? <sighs>
5: Yeah, of course. Smoking
6: outside of his house talking about how Kim is very friendly with everyone in the music business. Quite quite the videos that he's been he's been posting.
5: Well, those are over now. Because he likes weed. Speaking of weed, by the way, uh, we did a four twenty show with Be Real. Yes, Mm -hmm. and he pulled out a joint that was the size of my leg. Yeah, and and there were cops like along the sides and stuff because they were they always everywhere we go they show up. Yeah, and no one did anything, of course, because everybody's there having a great time, a huge crowd, and he let. And I mean, it was a it was a baseball bat. Yeah, weed on stage, sweet,
4: has never really been a problem, right? I've always everyone rap wise or or even like uh, Willie Nelson, like these guys just smoke on weed. Smoke on weed. Smoke on stage and it's like okay. by the way, by the way, me saying they smoke on weed yeah. shows you how much of a narc I am. I, I heard it and I was like, Oh Jensen, Like a real like what a real a square parent. Yeah. Who's uh, oh, smoking you drugs? You see
6: that? You see how white people do? Yeah. He's doing the marijuana. Yeah. I know it. Some birthdays for you. Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind, Lil Wayne, Avril Lavigne, Gwyneth Paltrow, and our own producer, Christine. Happy birthday. And that's what's
5: happening.
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
5: Every Thursday morning at this time, we check in with <laughs> R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. RJ, good morning.
1: Hey guys, hey guys. You know, listen, we did it for Friday for a long time, but I think the demand to say let's get these picks early. Well, we moved to Thursday. Oh, don't an, cover. Look not, at
5: you being nice don't to me cover. Nice but work. Has not
1: hurt our record.
5: <laughs> you are sixty seven percent so far this season.
1: Yeah, you know, I worry and, and listen, you're gonna think I'm joking here, right? right? But I'm not. Okay. I worry I know you guys have hundreds of thousands of listeners. And are they thinking this is easy? Right? They're watching. Because, me do because this. you
5: make it look easy, right. Yeah,
1: they're thinking maybe I should drop out of school. There's kids listening <laughs> in college thinking maybe I should drop out of school. Don't try this at home. <laughs>
5: All right, each week we get a uh, pick from R.J. Bell. The first one is your big dog at Cincinnati Bengals over the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Yeah, Bengals plus five and a half. This is a simple one-factor handicap, and here's what it is. The Atlanta Falcons have a crazy number of defensive injuries, guys on defense that are going to miss this game. But they're people who don't have a big name. These are players the fans don't know who they are. So the fact that they're gone, eh, they don't really care. But in reality, these players are very, very meaningful to the Falcons. And there's a concept called cluster injuries. And let's draw an analogy to a workplace, right? Let's say you have – you guys have – what, 15 or so people working on the show, right? Sure,
5: 25.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think yeah, yeah, 20, a couple of dozen. <laughs> now, if one person is out, let's say Dave's out, no big deal. You're all shrugging. That but imagine mean. if six people were out. I mean, we actually I mean, like it better. What? <laughs> if six people are oh. out, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're in trouble. Yeah. That's sort of the case with the Falcons. One, two players, it's fine. There's so many defensive players out. The market is not accounting for it, though, so our big dog pick, Bengals plus five and a half.
5: All right, RJ. Just uh, I want to take a, a sidestep for one moment and say I have been getting tweets from people saying, "How? What's the plus five and a half? How does that work when you're gambling? Can you explain that simply?" Yeah, it's real simple. Is when two
1: teams imagine Mike Tyson or, or let's say we're playing golf. A golf handicap is a great example. Let's say that you're a better golfer than me. It's kind of hard to play and have fun, but what you do is you say, "Okay, RJ, you're getting six strokes." And that way, I have a chance to win if I'm within six strokes. So let's use this Atlanta game as an example. Atlanta's at home. The public thinks they are the better team. So they're laying five and a half. So now with the Bengals, we win in two different ways. If the Bengals win the game outright, we win. Or if the Bengals lose but not by more than five and a half, we also win. We still win, even
5: if Atlanta Wins win by, by a field by one, two, goal or whatever. Three, four or five. yes. Okay, so that's how that works. All right, your best bet is Indianapolis Colts over Houston Texans.
1: Yeah, in this case, the Colts are favored by one. So they have to win the game and win it by more than one point. And listen, any football fan knows Andrew Luck. He's been hurt for two years. He's the quarterback for the Colts. He's played pretty well since he's come back. He's ranked number 12 in the stats. But what surprised people is the Colts' defense. Last year wasn't great. The 12th best defense right now by advanced stats. Now, the Colts' record's only one and two. You're thinking, how how can they be that good, RJ? Well, if you look at the game against the Bengals in week one, they had over a 90% chance to win that game. They didn't. In week three, they had a 70% chance against the Eagles to win the game. They didn't. Now, you might say, well, that's a sign they're a losing team. Now, the stats guys really believe those late-game coin flips are really about luck. So I think the Colts are underrated. On the other side, the Texans are 0-3. They had a quarterback, Watson, that played well last year, but he's just not playing well this year. I think the Colts favored by one, best bet of the week.
5: All right, and then your big game is
1: Oakland. Yeah, and this is a game, it's surprisingly a big game, but it's because we got Baker Mayfield. A lot of people for the Browns. A lot of people are saying, Baker, the money maker. I'm saying, <laughs> Baker, let's fade him and make some money. We like the Raiders here in the big game, favored by two and a half. And, again, you look at the Raiders. They're 0-3. But every one of their games, they had a chance to win. They were leading at halftime against the Rams against Denver, against Miami, and the last two, they were very close to winning. On the other hand, everyone's going crazy for Baker, and we know when someone gets popular, when something gets popular, they get expensive. So right now, the Browns are expensive. The Raiders are cheap, and you know me, we're going with the
5: Raiders. Right, so Cincinnati Bengals plus five and a half over uh, Atlanta Falcons. Best bet is Indianapolis Colts uh, minus one over Houston Texans. And big game is Oakland Raiders minus two and a half over Cleveland Browns. Do you have any thoughts on the Rams tonight?
1: Well, I tell you, the Rams, there's a certain sportsbook in Vegas that if you want to bet the Rams to win the Super Bowl, they're only going to pay you two to one. So, if you bet 100, you win 200. So, that's
5: a huge favorite to win the they, Super Bowl. They
1: are like as big of a favorite as we've seen at that book, let's say, in the last 10 seasons, including the Patriots during some very good years. Now, if you would have bet them a month ago, the Rams, you could have got 13 to 1. So, what's happened is that, that there's been a ton of enthusiasm about how well the Rams have played up to this point. I mean, a ton. And oh, by the way, Minnesota, who they're playing tonight, one of the better teams in the NFL. And the Rams at home are favored by seven points. Wow. Cool touchdown in that game.
5: Wow. All right. Thank you, RJ. Uh, if you want to follow RJ Bell on Twitter, it's RJ in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. Uh, you have a new podcast, RJ Bell's Dream Preview. Also, a daily radio show straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell. You do everything, my friend. Hey, listen, it's all a warm up for this. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate it. Thank you, RJ. Thanks, guys. Bye now.
3: Because RJ.
1: K-Rock. K-Rock. rock i
5: uh, I've started sort of a new series of trying to introduce you to new sports around the world. Mm-hmm. And this particular one is out of Thailand.
6: Okay.
5: And I recently vi- visited. You did? Okay. I
4: did about uh, four, four months ago. Four and? Months ago. You know what? Didn't love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. That's not what you want to hear, but...
6: <laughs> yeah, well, you don't seem like a big lay on the beach kind of guy. Funny
4: enough, that's what I kind of wanted to do. Really? And instead I got there and dirty Mm. and just not it's it's just like if you're gonna it's a very long flight Uh
5: uh-huh just go to hawaii sure (laughs) okay all right (laughs) all right so this is a vlogger who basically takes you on different tours and introduces you to different things and he's got a friend in thailand that competes in one of their national sports today i thought i'd show you something a little bit different and we're gonna go and find one of my neighbors who is competing in one of thailand's national sports and what would you guess that sport is well, well my, Thailand's my Thai national
4: boxing sport mm-hmm. is a big but, one, yeah. right? Yeah, I would think that. Okay, might think like bird singing. Bird singing. Wait, nope, not that. Bird How singing. Didn't think Dare that. Dare you? It's Kevin. one of their
5: national sports. Ah, oh. bird singing. How so is this, this? I'm doing this because I know you would love it, oh. Allie. Is it bird singing
4: or people pretending to sing like birds? I don't even oh, know no, the answer. No. Yet. It's bird singing.
5: Hmm. Yeah, it's basically. I, listen, this guy knows as much as I do. He's trying to figure out like. Okay, all right, is the first round over? Okay, I'm not sure what's happening right now. It's super bizarre. All right, this looks like the place. Good good noise, right? No. Right? (laughs) So I'm not exactly sure how it works. I believe they hang the birds from there and then they judge them on different characteristics of their tunes, volume, pitch, tone. It looks like the birds are more or less all prepped. Okay, so they're all prepped. They hang them from these <laughs> these weird, cool like cages Okay. on like three clotheslines that go down. And there's maybe 200 of them. The judges stand... 20 feet back. How do they know what I don't, they're hearing? I, I can't sh- imagine how they know. Oh, I don't dear. have any idea. I just know it's very noisy. Okay, so now there's a judge that's standing 20 feet from mm-hmm. this bird and the owner is right on his shoulder right. yelling at the bird, come on, come on, come on, sing, sing. That's what's happening. Yes, was that a bird? The only the only thing that make it could make it better is a whistle in the middle of bird singing. Oh, I thought it was the bird. I was no. like, congratulations. That's, That's a great sport. rules. That's yeah. a great bird. It, there's no possible way to tell the difference between the birds. No way. No, but it is literally a national sport. So they have profession like they'll buy like racehorses. Yeah, they'll buy a great singing bird, mm. and it can cost a lot of money. I know where they could have gotten a bunch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes.
5: Yes. this isn't this isn't shrill at all so i like that
3: yeah.
5: all right it appears to be the end of round one he has he no has idea, idea. Of i mean it appears like round one is over but i'm not sure so then they remove the birds that did the poorest oh no and have round two
6: Oh, they're fine though. Oh, oh yeah, they don't. Okay. Okay. Well, okay,
5: otherwise okay. they like they All remove right. them and then <laughs> break their little necks. <laughs>
4: right.
5: yeah. No, no, no. These are these are money makers. You don't want to do that. They okay. they have a lot of these competitions apparently in Thailand. Uh, this is my neighbor. Now well, right. he's talking to his neighbor and he's bringing yeah. his bird back, his loser bird. Sure. Uh, by the way, what uh, happened, egg? You do good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So, A, you can't hear what they're saying because of the birds. B um, he's asking the guy if his bird did good, but he was taking the bird out. I mean,
6: clearly he <laughs> yeah. didn't make it to the second round, sir.
5: His bird sucks is basically the truth. Okay. We can't hear you. So the
6: good one, stay
5: good one. there. Yes. And the ones that didn't win, come back. Okay. How much to buy champion one? Okay. How much to buy a champion bird? From the bird singing competition in well, Thailand.
4: In Thailand, I spent $5 mm-hmm. every night for an hour-long foot massage. <laughs> oh so gosh. let's keep that in mind.
6: 18 cents.
4: 18 cents. Uh, 200 bucks. Oh,
6: for number one in
5: Thailand or something like
4: that. 200,000. 200,000 200,
5: baht for one of these yeah, birds. Yeah, 200,000 baht. 200,000
6: baht, $20,000. Wow. Yeah. For a bird. What can you doing, Math?
4: Well, I mean, yes, they said it. For a okay. bird.
5: Yeah. Um, uh, what? This is a professional singing <laughs> yeah. bird. What well, do they get when they win? They they never show you. Oh, no. This is the weirdest thing because I went to like six different videos of it. Yeah. It's all the same. It's just it's just 250 people right. surrounding three clotheslines with cages with birds all in them. So Way I mean, too
4: many birds to separate. I don't want to get inside baseball, but are they parakeets and like... Uh, parrots and cockatiels and you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. and I think the
5: answer is here. The second rate birds have been pulled out. And they getting ready for the final over here. Because oh, I thought he said exactly what type of bird it is. I mean, sounds like parakeets to me. <laughs>
3: You no, know, it's like a red,
5: red something or another. And at one point he says, yeah, we have a lot of those in Australia. We just spent $20,000 to eradicate them because they're a super pain in the neck. Unbelievable. And in Thailand, they're literal. That's, that's a national sport. That's a I, sport I, that is national. I
6: want to know what they get, though. Is it just for national pride? Like, I got the best bird?
5: I don't know what they win.
6: I hope I it's don't a know. lot
4: of money. I it can't guess. be. There's no way. No? No, because he said they're having them all the time. Also, oh, by the way, they
5: have them in, uh, in consecutive days as well. They'll I'll go, oh, we'll come back tomorrow. Oh, good. another one, so it can't be a lot.
4: It's not good. This is a bad sport. <laughs> it's not great. And also, it helps my theory on Thailand that it's not a great vacation destination. Okay. okay, there you go. It's
5: the Kevin and Bean Show. rock Every Thursday morning at this time, we check in with Dr. Drew. Good morning, Dr. Drew.
2: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Is it
5: possible that Kanye West was right once?
2: It is, sir. Is not only possible i think it's highly probable and and i was just thinking to myself i thought you know there's a reason we know who kanye is it's not it's not happen chance i mean he's he's an insightful dude and he gets off the rail once in a while but he he comes up with some really interesting ideas and observations and that's what why we like him he, he's 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 an outside the box guy and in this particular well do you explain what you're talking about today Kevin?
5: well i mean he posted um we should be able to participate in social media without having to show how many followers or likes we have.
2: Just like- I, I, I think he's onto something. And, and not only that, social media should help us. I, I think it should help us sort of somehow give us a little sort of hint at whether or not what we're looking at has truth or not. You know, whether it's verifiable. Much of the way they have the little blue tick by the blue check mark by right. people. I think they should expand that. Because there's so much garbage on the Internet, it's hard to tell what's what. But who's
5: got the kind of time to check out every tweet or Instagram? Well, that's the
2: point. This is the responsibility of, social me- of the social media giant. I mean, nev- but you that. know that's
5: never going to happen. Yeah, but what I, if... I don't.
2: They better make it happen, because I think they're going to be under assault from an antitrust standpoint. And this and this is not actually what Kanye is talking about. What Kanye is talking about is the, the fact that the, the seeking validation from right. social media and he, he doesn't say it explicitly, but really he's talking about adolescence. He says there are people committing suicide due to not getting enough likes seeking validation in the simulation. He's right. He's right. that And we don't know. How do we know what it feels like to be an adolescent? Seek. I mean, think about what you were like at 15, 17, trying to seek the approval of your peers. And now there's this algorithm helping sort of amplify the dopamine surge you get from every time there's a like that you comes your way. And by the way, crushes you with some sort of unliking or unfriending yeah. it's i've, really kind I've of said crazy.
6: i've said all along if i was a teenager on social media right now my life would be completely different i don't know if i can handle you'd it
5: you'd get off it is what you would do you would I, stop doing it
6: i don't know if you I they can
2: that's the thing yeah and so I, I, I agree. He, he said he, he went further. I think he was thinking in more adult terms. He says, having the amount of likes in your display for the world to see is much like showing how much money you have in the bank or having to write the size of your D on your T-shirt. So-
4: <laughs> Which I'm, <laughs> well, all, I'm all for. Right, we do that. <laughs> I, I will say, though, the one thing is that adolescents and teens do gravitate more towards Snapchat, but Instagram they do too, and that does mm-hmm. have the likes and stuff. But it doesn't seem like, uh, in my opinion, I think, I, I I know it's a problem because I keep saying to myself, I don't have that. but I, <laughs> I, That's how I know it's a problem. Right. But is there a way, would people stay on social media if you get rid of these things?
5: Like, don't, do they Meaning stay? Meaning the payoff for them wouldn't be there? Yeah.
2: I, I'm wondering if, I listen, th- these are very, very smart people building very, very elaborate algorithms. I'm wondering if there's a, a thing or a mechanism they could figure out that wouldn't have quite the same degree of mm, power but would achieve the same purpose, Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know the answer to that, but but I do know that Kanye's onto something here. And uh, as usual, it's it's by thinking sort of outside the box that he's able to to say this. He says, uh, speaking for myself, I personally want to participate in social media with the option of not having to show my followers or my likes. But, of course, easy for him to say.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, also, yeah, two tweets later he posted uh, that he has the number one single in the nation on social <laughs> <Right>. media. <laughs> so.
2: It's a, a Trump, Trump-esque sort of uh, psychology. Yeah. yeah, you
4: shoot 100 <laughs> bullets, one of them's going to land.
2: Uh, well, but, but uh, again, it is just a reminder of how pernicious social media can be for young people. And, again, Ali, you did say that people going to the younger group are going towards Snapchat, and that is absolutely true. We don't know if that will continue or not. And then also we have another population of young adults. Who were sort of cut their teeth on Facebook or at least on Twitter, and, right. and what a lasting effect this will have on them? We don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call our overall assessment of the sort of millennial age group exactly. I wouldn't use the word grit to to talk about the kind of psychological. Uh, construct that they're predominantly manifesting
5: you're not
4: talking about little (laughs) xan little xan's got some grit if you know what i mean (laughs) he ate too
5: many hot cheetos i gotta tell you that this um came very clear to me one time because i was sort of thinking oh i don't have enough followers on twitter or whatever and then i saw jaden smith yeah mm -hmm. and his tweets are just dumpster fires it's nonsense (laughs) right (laughs) and he had like i don't know 17 million or some and i was just like okay it doesn't matter
2: True, just doesn't Followers matter. associated with quality. There you go, and and also the worth. What worth? The worth of an individual is definitely determined by the number of followers. But you mentioned the hot Cheetos thing. I'm yep. going to call out fake news on that. What the, what they had was a patient's description of what he thought the doctor told him had happened to him. Right. Well, I, I, I trying to interpret what the heck he was talking about. I think what happened was he ate so many hot Cheetos he started vomiting. And then he tore his esophagus mm-hmm. with the vomiting.
4: Doctor Drew I acting like that's, that's
2: okay. <laughs> like like no, that doesn't but, change but the. But insanity I even of said
6: it. yesterday. This is a self-diagnosis. A doctor <laughs> yeah. didn't tell. Yeah, him because this.
5: he actually took a picture and put it on Instagram in the um, ambulance on yeah, the way on to the, the way hospital. Way too. Yeah, and no, yeah. said I'm, that
2: he had ripped his stomach or whatever that was. Right. You rip your stomach by vomiting. You don't rip your stomach by hot Cheetos. It does not happen like. But that. Little Zan
5: says it does. You know what, Doctor
2: <laughs> Dr. Drew? I'm
4: going to trust Little Xan over Doctor Drew Pinsky. Dr.
2: that?
5: A Mallory- I, so I just love those kids so much. Uh, all right, Dr. Drew, anything else on this topic?
2: No, I, I don't think so, except to say that uh, I, I personally, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, back in the Loveline days, we used to spend an awful lot of time, you know, worrying about people's uh, physical health from the result of the sort of uh, inter- interpersonal behaviors. I'm still worried about that. Condom use is down to zero right now.
5: Is that right? Uh,
2: yeah it's ridiculous that's not
5: an exager- exaggeration
2: I, I every time i go in a group of millennials i ask please raise hands how many of you use condoms Ye- i've yet to have a hand go up oh my god oh so, wow. so, yeah it's crazy so but but i still in spite of that i spend more time worrying about digital safety and social media has become a pernicious problematic environment that uh we have to contend with and i don't know if it's from an antitrust standpoint we sort of make it a less sort of uh, manipulative behemoth or, or whether it's really up to the individuals and the parents which I think is what's going to happen to learn how to navigate these 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 environments which are very dangerous for young people.
6: Uh, Why don't you go ahead and give out your Twitter ads?
4: <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> I want to, to stand, social media, I stand up for Jaden Smith. I want to stand oh, up for Jaden Smith. You dare. At official Jaden, he once tweeted how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? <laughs> So so you tell me if he doesn't deserve those followers. That's
5: the kind of thing I would look at and go, 17 million followers. This is ridiculous.
2: None of it matters. (laughs) I look at Uh, it
4: and say, that's what genius looks like. (laughs) I
2: I, I look at that and think, oh, my God, if that were my kids, I'd kill myself.
5: (laughs) Dr. Drew, we appreciate your time. You can follow Dr. Drew on Twitter, at Dr. Drew. Uh, You can also go to his website, drdrew.com. He's uh, uh, Dr. Drew Midday Live, Monday to Friday, 12 noon to 3 p.m. on 790K ABC. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the Adam and Dr. Drew Podcast, and the Swole Patrol, and also app. His app is Heal. You can actually get a doctor to come to your house so you don't have to go stand and wait in the emergency room. It's cheap. It's It's inexpensive.
2: Insurance will cover it if you have it.
5: It's pretty strong. Thank you, Dr. Drew. We appreciate it. Bye Bye now. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Time for one more look at what's happening with Ellie McKay.
6: Well, we all know that last night's childish Gambino show at the forum has been postponed. They let it got us know that. Allie McCade. I got McCaid for sure. <laughs> um, it all started in Dallas, but now they're saying it probably happens sooner than that, but it looked like Childish Gambino was on stage, did something weird with his foot, might have broken his foot. We don't know exact details, but he's postponing some shows. We now know that his show next Wednesday that was scheduled at the Forum for October 3rd has been postponed as well. But we have the new dates already. So if you were supposed to see them last night on the twenty sixth, your new show, the makeup date is December sixteenth at the Forum.
5: But Allie's going to that one, so <laughs> I am maybe steer clear. So yes. if,
6: if you could transfer them right. to uh, the show that was supposed to happen next week on October third, that show will be on December seventeenth. So if you could if you could go to transfer that one. your tickets to that one, right. I don't think it's possible because I think they were both pretty sold. Sure, but uh. I'm just saying.
5: But try. I'm just saying try. Uh,
6: You might want to make any sort of (laughs) effort because I have real bad luck, you guys. (laughs) Real bad luck. But maybe you're thinking, oh, you know what would make me happier? With all of this sadness, with childish can be, a 78-cent hot dog? What? It's like I'm listening to you that guys. That is a
5: strangely specific question.
6: Very specific. Uh, Pink's is celebrating the dedication of the intersection of La Brea and Melrose today. In just a little bit, 19 minutes, they will dedicate it as Pink Square. And they're going to donate $7,800 to charity in recognition for their 78 years as a continuously run family business. And then they are going to donate the proceeds starting at noon. Here's where the food comes in. They are going to donate 100% of the proceeds of sales of their chili dogs and their vegan dogs at noon, which will be sold for 78 cents each for 78 minutes. Do you
4: want extra sausage?
6: I don't, sir. Not from you. <laughs> so that's uh, that's exciting hot dog news, guys.
4: I mean, you're always the number one source for hot dog news. You don't Thank get exciting you. hot
5: dog news very often.
4: Thank no. you. Yeah. Thank you. When I well when I
6: have hot dog news, I bring it to you. You do. You bring it's, it strong. It's just what I do. Dame Judi Dench is, uh, is here for her good friend, Kevin Spacey. Oh, no. According to Variety, Dench believes that accused serial assaulter Kevin Spacey should be given a second chance. When she was speaking of him being replaced, remember in the All the Money in the World, they replaced him with Christopher Plummer. Right. This is her quote. I can't approve in any way of the fact that whatever he has done, that you then start to cut him out of the films. Well, no, the film wasn't done.
4: wasn't out,
5: yeah. It wasn't
6: out, so they could just move him away, and then they inserted Christopher Plummer. Certainly she, she
5: understood that.
6: Well, then she says... No? Are we to go back throughout history, and anyone who has misbehaved in any way, or has broken the law, or who has committed any kind of offense, are they always going to be cut out? Yeah. No. Uh, again, yeah. again. No. I want to Judy. do that though.
4: I want to do that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah. I want to take. I want to take Bill Cosby out of Ghost Dad, which shouldn't okay. be hard. He's a ghost. All right. <laughs> uh, I want to take all the Harvey Weinstein's movies and take okay. them out of the credits. All right. Easy. Uh, Kevin Spacey out of Usual Suspects. Let's replace him with someone else. I'm sure. I'm sure someone needs the work. You know who
5: should work more? Who? Ron Livingston. Okay. I know he's on a
4: new TV show. But right, right.
5: In movies. Okay. I'm just saying. Let's let's just replace all of them. I'm not a fan of her saying uh, any crime though. I can't as if like yeah. speeding is oh, the yeah, same no. as some Jay of the walking. crimes we're talking about. Yeah, right. No, no, no. If you're right. a,
4: a true uh, assaulter, criminal, goon,
5: yes, ghoul, mm-hmm. goblin, out of the movie. Okay. You destroy someone else's life for, yeah. for good for the most part. So that's yeah. it. Yeah,
4: I, honestly, let's just uh, Woody Allen should be taken out of all those movies. Amen. Put Jason Biggs in it. He could. Uh, he'll use the work, mm. and he's got that neurotic <laughs> vibe. He's even in one of the Woody Allen movies. That's
6: a good point. Yeah, good point. Biggs for Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Bigs for Alan. I like it.
4: It seems like a lot of work.
6: It seems like a lot of work. but, but The okay, fact that it. she was confused that he was taken out of a movie that wasn't finished. Yeah, they were maybe still doing it. Maybe don't comment. Maybe that. just shh for a little also, why bit. Why can't you just yeah. shut up? Why can't you just say nothing? And that, well, Even if
0: you
5: yeah, even love if you him, him and way. you're friends with him and whatever and you feel that way, nah, keep it to yourself. Set this one out, Dame Judi Dench.
6: Dame Judi went on. Oh, great. Oh, great. I don't know about the conditions of it, but nevertheless, he is and was a most wonderful actor and a good friend. I can't imagine what he's doing now. Oh, no. do you think he's sad somewhere in a room right now? I sure right. hope. Right. You,
4: you know My what? goodness, Judy. True. John Wayne Gacy was a good clown. He was great at kids' yes. parties. Yes. But you know what? He killed some kids. He shouldn't be a clown anymore. And if you had him at your party, he'd throw uh-huh. out those photos. And I'll bet he had friends. Yeah, who writes who Was mm-hmm. a decent songwriter. <laughs> yeah. If you think about
6: anyone that you, I saw this on Twitter too. Think of the most evil, heinous person that you know. Just socially, they're a rotten human being. Go on. That person thinks that they're a decent. Oh, dare you, you are pointing of right. Chip. What? I but was just that person. If you were to ask them, uh-huh. thinks they're a decent human being. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I Hitler agree. was
4: good to his dogs. Was he? Yeah. He was like a great dog owner. Doesn't mean that we keep him in things. Yeah, true. Well, I Hitler will never watch movies. another Hitler movie. Yeah, yeah, right? I know that. You know what? He was pretty good. He a good method actor. <laughs> What's wrong with you right now?
6: You guys, I found this very interesting. A new survey found that twenty percent of cohabiting couples, cohabitating couples, don't share their finances
5: with their partners. Huh. Is that right?
6: They found out that thirty percent have no idea what their other partner makes.
5: You know what's interesting about that is that one of the biggest complaints couples have that make them break apart is, is fight finances. about money. Yeah. absolutely.
6: Huh. and forty seven percent of survey participants admitted that they don't know their partner's credit score. So they don't know what their partner makes. They don't know their credit score. They're not combining the finances.
5: So when they talk about buying a house, what do they do? That's uh, my whole question. I'm looking at that house. I don't know how much you make, but what's your feeling? Do you think
6: we could (laughs) buy this house? I know
5: all my fiance stuff.
6: I would
4: think. Oh well, no, I mean, I hired someone to look sure. through. Sure, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, no, but I, I do yeah, know all due of <laughs> Yeah, due diligence, yeah.
5: I just
6: found that very interesting.
5: Yeah, that is sort of weird.
6: The survey also found that 10% of respondents said they'd, um, they're they with their live-in partners because they can't afford to leave them. So all right, that's, well, okay, that's uh, not that's, as fun. Uh, <laughs> that's not a fun part of, <laughs> of that survey. No. But I, I just thought that was so interesting. Like, you're not talking about money at
4: all? Yeah, that's strange. I mean, do, uh, if you're co-inhabiting, you would have to talk
5: about large purchases.
4: You would think,
6: or do you just purchase it with your money? That's yours. I mean, his
5: bills too. You'd have to, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Figure out. I don't know. That's weird. Hmm. Out of nowhere, I'm broke. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm stuck <laughs> i in thought this. You had a lot happened? of money. Now I'm
4: in the ten percent. Yes. Oh
6: no, poor Dan. Yell. Chicken or <laughs> egg. <laughs> <laughs> Some birthdays for you guys, Lil Wayne, Avril Levine. Maybe not
4: Avril Levine, though.
6: Do you think it's really not her?
4: There's a conspiracy theory on the Mm -hmm. internet that Avril Lavigne died a few years ago, and she she was Mm -hmm. replaced by a a girl named Melissa. Right. Okay. Happy birthday,
5: Melissa. Sweet Melissa. Happy birthday. Make sure that our bases are covered. Yeah. It's
6: so insane.
5: It's It's a a real conspiracy theory.
6: And then wasn't it? Ah, uh, who was it? Jean Benet Ramsey is really oh, Katy Perry, Perry. Well, That
5: one's true. That's well, that is true. Obviously. We were talking about Fultons. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, uh, Melissa. Joan, yeah, Benet Joan- Ramsey.
6: <laughs> uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and our very own producer, Christine. Happy birthday to you.
5: That's what's happening. Is there anyone nicer than Christine? No. Anyone nicer? Mother she's- Teresa Remem- was really mm, nice. She's very sweet. Remember when Christine first started and she used to come in, in the morning? She was so happy and we would say, listen. It'll catch up. Let us wake yeah. up. Just give us yeah. a break because she's always happy. She yeah. is. So it's a, that's a nice person to be around.
6: Every now and then she'll say something and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Christine? <laughs> that came out of your mouth and she's like, it's you guys.
5: Something jaded. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, on your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We're going to talk to Drew Dowdy from the L.A. Kings as hockey is finally coming back. Thank God. I don't know if you watch the Kings Ducks last night, but there I was did. like 28 goals. Yep,
3: I think they're still scoring. <laughs> I
5: don't know what was going on. Uh, Greg Plotkin is the uh, director of Hellfest. He will join us tomorrow as well. And we've got more tickets for the K-Rock advance Screening of Venom tomorrow morning.
1: It's Kevin and Bean
0: on K-Rock. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island